You're listening to the This Is How We See It podcast with your host, Eric Lee. Thanks for tuning in and don't forget to subscribe. Now, here's Eric. Thanks for tuning in to the show. Welcome to it. My name is Eric Lee. Glad you're with me today. Let's get right to it. So I think I'm going to name this show the State of the Union, according to me. Like I always tell you guys, these are my opinions. This is how I see it. You don't have to see it my way. So we're going to be talking about a few things today, just a lot of things that's been going on and kind of been running through my mind. And I kind of just want to talk it out on today's show. First thing I want to talk about is Twitter. I think that if I didn't have so many followers on Twitter, that I probably would delete my account. Have you guys noticed just how much Twitter has changed since Elon Musk purchased it? How much hatred and vitriol are now allowed to be posted? I mean, I see some things that blow my mind. Some of the things that people say on Twitter, it's it's downright disgusting. I saw a post last week and it was from a black guy and he said that all white people should be removed from the country and that the only way to achieve peace is to get rid of the white people. And you should have seen the comments that I read, one person said, well, I've got my guns, bring it on. Another one said, if that's the way they want it, then so be it. One guy said, try it and see. Another guy says, well, let's go to war. So you have basically declared a race war over a tweet that one guy posted. That's dangerous because here's the reality, people. Not all black people feel this way. I don't feel that way. I don't want white people to be taken out of the country. That's not the way I feel. And there are many more black people who don't feel that way either. That's dangerous. When I see racist tweets from white people, I don't automatically think that all white people are racist. That would be ridiculous. And then when you have someone who's reading this, who is already unhinged or already has some type of mental illness or or issue, they'll start going out and committing acts of violence. 
We need to be careful what it is that we post on social media, media, especially in this day and age. How about this political environment? Talk about hatred. Republicans against Democrats, Democrats against Republicans. Used to be a time where lawmakers, you know, they they might have their differences, but they were able to kind of work together and kind of kind of meet in the middle. Oh no. Not today. We live in a day and time now that if you don't look like me, if you don't act like me, if you don't think like me, if you don't believe what I believe, then you are my enemy. Used to be that differences made the world go round. America, the melting pot. Not now. Different means enemy now. Now, a lot of people I read and I hear blaming on Donald Trump. But here is what I say. You can't blame everything on Donald Trump alone. Let me tell y'all what I think. I think what Trump did was he tapped into this already existing unrest and rode it all the way to the White House. If people weren't already feeling that way, Donald Trump would really never have been president. But but I think that he tapped into something. I think that either him or someone on his team was monitoring the dark web and all of these, you know, these conspiracy uh, websites They listened to what was being said and they capitalized on it. I believe that because Hillary Clinton was a woman, people didn't come out and vote for her. May not have been the only reason, but I think definitely it was a major reason. I think that people blame Donald Trump because it was when he became president that we started really seeing sort of all of this hatred. Like I'd never, I'd never seen that kind of hatred before. We've always had differences, Democrat versus Republican. You know, we've always had differences, but I mean, but now it's, it's like they're trying to revive like a war, like, it's, like a lot of tweets and a lot of posts that I see. It's almost like a war. One congresswoman, I won't call her name, said there should be red and blue states. Let's separate the states, red and blue, meaning Democrats and Republicans. Republicans are the red states, Democrats are the blue states. And then she said, if there are any Democrats in the red states, they shouldn't have a right to vote. Like, really? This is a congresswoman saying this stuff. Do you guys 
really and fully understand that we have an ex-president that has now been indicted for a crime. First time in American history. And then there are more investigations ongoing and, and there could be more indictments and some of them are crimes against the government he swore to protect. People, I read a lot about people, uh, you know, they're happy about it. The, 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 the uh, DA of Man, uh, the Manhattan DA uh, and, the, and the grand jury just voted to, um, to indict Trump on the Stormy Daniels uh, payment. And people are happy about it. People are, I, I, I read people are cheering it on. But you know what, guys, honestly, I don't think that that's a happy moment. I think it's actually quite sad, and I think it's an embarrassment for the country. We've had presidents for, for, for decades, and not one of them, Nixon was, was impeached, but he resigned. And I think the, the president after him pardoned him. But, this is not funny. And even though I'm not a Trump supporter, but this isn't funny to me. It's quite sad to me that, a, that an ex-president being indicted for crimes. We have, a, we have Congress members. We've got members of Congress who are lying about the January 6th insurrection. I sat in my living room, me and my aunt, and watched in horror as men and women stormed and vandalized the Capitol and assaulted police officers. We watched in horror, mouths wide open, as we are watching this, I've never seen anything like this before. Five people died. And we have members of Congress lying and saying how it was not insurrection and how they were peaceful protest. As if we didn't see what we saw. Question, how many people normally die at peaceful protest? Vandalizing the Capitol. I heard that 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 they were defecating in some of the in some of the uh, um, places in the Capitol, peeing on stuff, defecating on stuff. This is our Capitol. This is where senators and representatives go to try to come together and make things better for the American people. Republicans are saying that Trump shouldn't be investigated for anything and that this is just a witch hunt. But were the same ones who were yelling to lock Hillary Clinton up for emails, not even for crimes, for emails. But Trump shouldn't be investigated on anything. But Hillary was investigated. 
on her emails. Demanding that Hunter Biden's laptop be investigated. Let's investigate Hunter Biden's laptop. Hunter Biden holds no position in his father's administration. And he holds no public office. He is a private citizen. And who cares what's on his laptop? I don't care what's on Hunter Biden's laptop. But they're going after that. Oh, you know, well, well, Hunter Biden, good Lord, let it go. The irony and, and really sort of the sad part is that the same people, the same people saying that Trump should not be investigated are the same people that would be calling for Biden's arrest if he did the same things. They would be, they'd they'd probably be calling for him to be hung on national TV. Fox would probably, Fox would probably air the hanging. You're the same people. Trump shouldn't be investigated but everybody else should be investigated. We just, we just found out that most of the hosts on Fox News never even believed that the election was stolen. They never even believed in election fraud. They've got text and emails from people, Tucker Carlson saying he never even believed it. But yet came out every night on television and peddled the lie that it was. All for ratings. I think it was Tucker Carlton that they found out said how he hated Trump. He detested Trump. But came out every night on Fox News and defended Trump. Oh, yeah, the election was stolen. Yep, sure was. And never even believed it. Now, for me, that would make me stop watching Fox. It really would. The Bible talks about in the last days, people will not want to hear the truth, but will rather believe a lie and be damned. The Bible calls it having itching ears. Your ears would be itching and and you would rather go towards a lie than the truth. Even when you know, when you see the truth, you won't believe it. Now, CNN has always been my primary network. CNN, MSNBC, more MSNBC now, uh, but but CNN had had always been the 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 uh, primary network that I watched. But before they became the Trump network, I used to go to Fox News just to get another perspective on some of the issues. Because, you know, CNN kind of leans toward, you know, Democratic. Fox News leans more towards 
conservative or Republican. And so when I would hear something and when I wanted to make up my own mind about something, I would sometimes hear what CNN was saying. And then I would go on Fox News and hear what Fox News was saying. And then I would then make my own decisions. Not on every issue, but, you know, certainly on some of the issues. You couldn't get me now to turn on Fox News. That stopped when, 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 they were, when they obviously became the network for Trump. Now, not so much, I think. I don't even think Trump is on Fox News as much. But he still has a lot of supporters, you know, on, on Fox. They're still, I see Tucker Carlton still coming out, even though now we know that he knew the election, that election fraud was a lie. He's still coming out every night. We got Republican lawmakers banning books that they say promote the LBGTQ agenda and and critical race theory. I had never even heard of critical race theory. Now, I know it's been a long time since I've been in school, but never heard. I've got nieces. I've got nephews. I've helped with homework so many times. I had never even heard of critical race theory. So now they're banning books. I think one of the books I think I read, and, and, and I'm sorry if I'm, if I'm mistaken, The Diary of Anne Frank, I think, has been banned in some school. Um, some of, the, some of the, um, the civil rights books and, and things about uh, uh, black history are being banned. Now a parent who has a kid in the Utah school system just filed a complaint to have, guess what book banned? The Bible. Utah just passed a law that prohibits books with pornographic or indecent content. This parent says that the Bible is one of the most sex-ridden books ever written. I have been saying this For a while now, when you start to take the rights of one group away, you actually open the door for your group's rights to be taken away. But people don't see that. See, people are on board with it when it's not their group that's being discriminated against, when it's not their group that's having their rights taken away. But people don't understand when you've set that precedent Somebody can come after your group. And what you're going to say then? Oh, well, no, you can't take you can't take my group rights away. It's okay to take other groups rights away, but you can't take ours away. You got people running around preaching against being woke. Oh, Lord, the Republicans are. Oh, Lord, they are. They are against being woke. But guess what, guys? The Bible tells us to be woke. There is a scripture in the Bible that says, awake thou that sleepeth. It's not talking about physical sleep. It's not talking about laying in the bed sleep. It's talking about spiritual sleep. 
about having your eyes opened and being aware of what's going on around you. Being able to discern the times. Being able to tell if you're being lied to. Being able to to spot false teachers and preachers. We got a lot of them. We got a lot of false teachers and preachers. But that's what it means by being woke. They don't want us to be woke. They don't want us to know what they are doing. They want to be able to say, oh, nothing to see here. Look away. Nothing to see here. Or look over here. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Not there. Look over here. And then, and then they want us to say, oh, okay, well, you know, he said nothing over here. They don't want you to be woke. All of this anti-woke stuff. The Bible, the word of God tells us to be woke. Have you guys noticed that the price of food is through the roof now? At grocery stores and restaurants. Have you noticed that that the prices at at these restaurants are rising and the portions are getting smaller? Chipotle was one of my favorite places. I loved Chipotle, but I had to stop going. They started being stingy with their meat. I always get I always get the steak fajita burrito. That's my favorite. White rice and black beans. I found myself saying every time I went to Chipotle, more please, more please. Can you add more please? People act like this is their stuff. This ain't your stuff. You think I'm going to pay $14 for a burrito. It's, a ste- it's supposed to be a steak burrito, but I got more rice and beans and just a little bit of steak. Uh-uh, no, 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 no. I had to stop. I had to stop going. I got tired of it. Go, go to Cadoba. Have you guys, do you, if you have a Cadoba in your area, go there. I never have to ask for more at Cadoba. I was grocery shopping last week, which is normally what I do on uh, on the weekends. And I love cup of noodle soup, like the Nissan or Nissan, N-I-S-S-I-N, however you pronounce it. But I love their cup of noodles. And they used to be, you can get one of those cup of noodles for like 25 cents. You could get like a whole carton for $5. I picked up a cup of soup the other day, it was 89 cents, almost $1 for one. These companies ain't doing nothing but price gouging. That's all they're doing. I heard the president talking about it the other day. They are using inflation to jack prices up. And look, I don't even really have a problem with them going up a little bit on the prices. But I do have a problem with you charging more for smaller portions. Where they do that at? 
You ever notice, even in even in McDonald's, I haven't been to McDonald's in in about a year and a half, but but even in McDonald's, they used to they used to give you the fries. Those fries would be overflowing out that little carton. Now you barely get enough fries in the carton to fill it up. Burgers used to be bigger. You've seen those burgers now? Now they're small. But the prices are going up. I want to say that my prayers go out to the victims of the Covenant School shootings in Nashville, Tennessee. Three children and three staff members killed. I pray for the parents that lost their children and for the families of the three adults that were killed. Three innocent nine-year-olds who left for school that day, gunned down. I pray that the Lord will heal the hurt that these families are going through. I don't have kids, but I can just imagine what these parents are feeling right now. One side says that it's about the guns. The other side says that it's about mental health. Well, how about it's about both? How about we make it harder for people with mental health issues to get their hands on assault rifles and other guns they shouldn't have? How about we start paying attention to the children that have these mental um, issues and we start getting them the help that they need parents are so busy I'm not blaming you know trying to blame parents but but I think that sometimes if parents paid closer attention to their children we might be able to to get them the help that they need guess what guess what parents it is not the teacher's or the school administration's job to raise your children. It is your job. And these parents, these, these teachers these days, they are afraid of the, have you seen some of these high school students? They look like 30-year-olds. I saw a high school student one day with a full beard. I can't even grow a full beard. And I'm, and I'm 52 years old. This joker had a full beard and his voice was like this. I said, Lord, okay. I got a nephew, 16, he'll be 16 years old. Voice is deeper than mine. Hey, Uncle Eric, how you doing today? Oh, I'm like, good gracious, boy. These, these children are in these schools and they are beating up the teachers. We see it. Teachers are afraid, and then they wonder why they have a, a, a teacher shortage. I've seen so many videos where these teachers are fighting back, and you know they're going to try to fire them, but why should you fire these teachers for protecting themselves? Just saw a video the other day where a, a kid body slammed the teacher and was kicking her all in the face. 
because she took away his phone. He was on his phone in class, and everybody knows you're not supposed to have your phone out in class. But he had his phone out in class, and she took it. And that kid tried to kill her, and then when the cops came, he had the audacity to say, am I going to jail? You sure are. And you need to be put up under the jail. The teacher looked like she might have been 4'11 or 5 feet and, and might have weighed uh, a buck o five, And he was a, looked like he was 6'1". These schools are treacherous. They're dangerous. And I think that a lot of times the teachers, they're just trying to survive. We found out that the shooter in, in uh, th this Nashville shooting was trans. One congresswoman is suggesting that it was the hormones that the shooter was on that made them do this. Hormones. So I'm assuming that everybody who takes hormones has the potential to, to be a, 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 a shooter, a killer. We just keep going round and round talking about this doing nothing and people are continuing to die our children continue to die in school i can't even imagine going to school and having to worry about am i gonna make it am i gonna make it home i can only imagine parents sending their children to school wondering praying hoping that they're okay. This is not about a Democrat or a Republican thing, guys. I'm a Democrat and I'm a proud gun owner. But I did it legally. And I don't need an assault rifle and I don't think anyone else needs one either. Here in North Carolina yesterday, they just passed a law. They vetoed the governor's veto and passed a law where you can now get a handgun without a permit. You don't even need to get a permit now. Says something about, well, you know, the background checks are extensive now. When I bought my handgun 13 years ago, I had to go down to the sheriff's department and I had to apply. Now, here in North Carolina, uh-uh. You don't need a permit for a handgun now. People are hoping for things to get better. I hate to tell you this, guys, but I don't think things are getting better. I think things will only get worse. I believe that we are truly living in the last days. Well, that's my show. Thank you for tuning in. We'll see you next time. Bye for now.